The truth is, any time that you as a believer lie, you are not only lying to the person, but to yourself and to the spirit who is within you. Hey, what's up? My name is Jason. I'm the pastor of Church in the Wild. Thank you for joining us in the wild, where we have sermons, conversations, interests, all the things that make us who we are. Thanks for jumping on here. You matter. Hey, church, welcome back to the Midweek Devotional, and I'm excited to jump into Acts chapter 5 this week. It's a tough passage. It's a, it's a story that um, if I'm honest, I have a hard time wrapping my head around, and if I'm honest, it's one that that is it's, it's challenging. I think it's challenging for all of us. I think all of us in our culture particularly are going to have a hard time understanding this passage. So uh, let's jump straight into it. Acts chapter 5, verse 1. But a man named Ananias and with his wife Sapphira sold a piece of property. And with his wife's knowledge, he kept back himself some of the proceeds and brought only a part of it and laid it at the apostles' feet. But Peter said, Ananias, why has Satan filled your heart to lie to the Holy Spirit and to keep back for yourself part of the proceeds of the land? While it remained unsold, did it not remain your own? After it was sold, was it not at your disposal? Why is it that you have contrived this deed in your heart? You have not lied to man, but to God. When Ananias heard these words, he fell down and breathed his last, and great fear came upon all those who heard it. The young man rose, wrapped him up, carried him out, and buried him. After an interval of about three hours, his wife came in, not knowing what had happened. And Peter said to her, Tell me whether you sold the lamb for so much. And she said, Yes, for so much. But Peter said to her, How is it that you have agreed together to test the Spirit of the Lord? Behold, the feet of those who have buried your husband are at the door, and they will carry you out. Immediately she fell down at her, his feet and breathed her last. When the young man came in, they found her dead and carried her out and buried her beside her husband. And great fear came upon the whole church and upon all who heard of these things. So it's obviously a, a tough passage. I mean, this is a, a, a story of Ananias and Sapphira who... seemingly have some good intentions here at the beginning if you don't know this whole story the the previous chapter the bible talks about how the church is united it's gathering together it's having all things in common so they're feeding people they're taking care of people they're helping people and people are doing this by selling land and selling houses um, and giving this money to the church and all of this is good, all of this is important, all of this is, this is how the church grows, particularly in today's culture. The church grows through financial gifts like this and um, we trust the Holy Spirit to lead us wisely and use those gifts to feed and take care of people and help people um, through a lot of our church partners that, that we partner with. But um, financial giving matters and Ananias and Sapphira seem to have initially a good idea they're going to also sell some land and they're going to give this to the church but what they agree upon is to lie about how much they sold this land for now Peter's point to them is this this was your land 
this was your money. You didn't have to tell us we sold it for this much. You could have said we sold it for, for this much. There was no need for them to lie. But we see within Ananias and Sapphira a common problem in today's world. So many of us don't want to simply do good. We want to be known for doing good. So many of us don't want to just be generous. We want people to know that we're generous. And we often will inflate that. How many times do we see people nowadays on social media making sure everyone knows what they're doing when it comes to giving to someone who's less fortunate. Get all the cameras, follow me, I'm going to give a car to this kid, right? And all, that's, all of this is fine and dandy, but they have this concept of, you know what, we're going to rise in power and prestige and fame at this church by saying we're doing something, but doing something different. And Peter, um, the Bible doesn't say Peter kills them. It just says that they, they breathe their last. In other words, they're so overcome that Peter knows the truth that they, they pass away from it. And I, th I think this, this brings up an important issue. This is a hard topic, but there are no white lies in the Bible. There's no white lies in the Bible. See, in our culture, we, we, we tell these, these mistruths all the time. And somehow we think it's okay. We lie about a drink order at Starbucks. We lie about a food order. We lie about money given or money received, and we, we do all of these little lies consistently. And I think that's what makes this passage harder for a lot of people, is a lot of people justify themselves so much that they can't, they can't see why God would allow this to happen. But I think that it's worth pointing out a couple of things here. Number one, when you lie to somebody else, you're not just lying to them. You're also lying to yourself. In fact, the reason it's so easy for us to lie to other people is because we've become so good at lying to ourselves. We lie to ourselves far more often than we lie to other people. We consistently and um, tell mistruths about ourselves. I meant this to be like this, or I hoped this would go this way, or I didn't mean that, or I meant this, or I'm this person. And these are all lies. And so we get so used to lying to ourselves about ourselves, that's not a big deal to lie to somebody else. I mean, it's just a drink, and, and they, they made it right, but I'm just going to say they made it wrong. It's just a drink. It's not a big deal. It's just, it's just a one thing. It's not a big deal. It's just... I'm getting ahead. They've lied about things too. And we, we've we lied to ourselves so much in this mad rush to quote unquote get ahead that lying to others is now easy. But there's more to it than this. The truth is, when you lie to someone else, you lie not only to them, but also to yourself and also to the Holy Spirit. You're lying to God. When you tell lies, you knowingly tell mistruths to others. You're lying to the spirit that's within you. God is within you. The Holy Spirit is within you, and He is with you. And so for you to then take your time and t tell mistruths, if they're another believer, if you're a believer, the Holy Spirit is in you, and if they're a believer, the Holy Spirit's in them. You're lying to God, to yourself, 
end to them. And this is why the Bible takes lying so seriously. The Bible never talks about white lies. In fact, the Bible lists a, a list of sins and says, hey, these people will have their part in the lake of fire. And guess who's on that list? Liars. Lying is important. It's, it's, it's in God's eyes and in God's hand, book, it's, it's very important that we tell the truth. That we are people who speak the truth with one another. We should speak the truth with the lost because if, if, if we're telling them lies, the name of Jesus Christ gets run down in the mud. So it's never right to lie to someone who doesn't believe like us. That's wrong because we can damage and hurt the cause of Christ. I cannot tell you how many people I've met who do not go to church because some believer lied to them. Think about that. There are people who will never accept Jesus Christ and therefore will never step into heaven because some person thought it was okay to lie about something as insignificant as a couple hundred bucks. When eternity matters, a couple hundred bucks doesn't matter. But we lie about it and they face eternity apart from God. Now I know at the end of the day they stand before the judge on their own and it's ultimately up to them, but surely we can do our part. Surely we can speak the truth. The Bible says speak the truth every man with his neighbor. But also think about it. We, we should not only speak the truth to the lost world. We should be speaking the truth to believers too. I don't know about you, but anytime some Christian businessman tells me, you know, hey, I'm a Christian businessman and I want to talk to you, I'm like, oh man, I'd rather not. Because usually they're a liar. They're almost always a liar. And it's just, it's so frustrating the people who carry the name of Jesus Christ then lie with other people who also carry his name. Lying is, is a very talked about, it's a very important um, sin in the Bible. So as believers, we need to see lying for what it is. We need to see the importance of it. We can't just, as believers, say, oh, it's a little white lie. It's, it's okay. It's not a big deal. It's just, you know, it's just a drink. It's just this. It's just that. It's, it's just this. It's, a, you know, what? it's just a test. It's okay. We need to see a lie for what it is. It's a very important thing to God. We are to be people who speak the truth every man with his neighbor. And again, we see in this passage, there was no point for them to lie. There was no point. They didn't need to. They just had a gift to give to the church. We believe in giving gifts to the church. They, were, they initially had intentions of doing a wonderful thing, but their, their pride or their insecurity got in the way and caused them to speak lies to themselves, to Peter, to the church, and to the Holy Spirit. And because they lied to the Holy Spirit, God took the Spirit from them. And so it's very important that we speak the truth. It's very important that we are people who speak the truth with ourselves, with the Holy Spirit, with the lost, and with the other believers around us. We need to be people of the truth, no matter how uncomfortable it is, we need to be people of the truth. I've actually seen and begin to notice that um, that there seems to be less lying, uh, no, 
there seems to be more lying to ourselves than there was a couple of years ago. I see more and more people telling themselves things about themselves that are not true. I'll hear them every now and then tell something about themselves and I'm like, I knew you. That's not true. <laughs> right? Um, and we'll also see, like, we'll see people who leave the church and then they lie about why they leave the church. There's no reason to. You, you left, leave. But then they will lie about it. Why? Because they've been so used to lying to themselves for so long that they can't ever admit that there might be a small thing wrong with them. So they might leave the church because they might be holding on to bitterness or anger or wrath or um, envying or strife. But they can't admit that. So instead it has to be, oh, you guys don't do this. You don't do this. You don't do this. You're not. And I've seen a rise in people who lie to themselves. And so I hope we'll take this very seriously. The Bible certainly does. The book of Acts certainly does. Understand that, that when you lie... You are lying to yourself, to the Holy Spirit, and to other believers. And we need to be people who speak the truth to ourselves, even if it's hard to hear, hey, you need to be better at this. You know what? You're wrong about this. Hey, you know what? This situation, this is on you. We need to be people who can do this. We can, need to be people who can handle this. And I think we, we've been so babied that we can't handle the truth anymore in a lot of things with ourselves. Sometimes we're quick to share it in negative areas about others, but almost never ourselves. And so my hope and my prayer is that we will be people who speak the truth with ourselves, with the Holy Spirit, with the other believers around us, and with the lost world. Always remember, you matter, Jesus matters, grace matters, details matter. Love you, church.